And over summers that he lived here, he took inspiration from all these colorful, sincerely wonderful people that lived here in the hills. And he wrote this story called Shepherd of the Hills. Back there, there wasn't a lot of air conditioning at the time, so it stayed a constant cool temperature year-round. Yep. And there was one room still there in Fantastic yes. Caverns they called the Auditorium Room, and it was big enough to seat about 500 people. So Dad was wanting to make music fun for us. Yes. So whenever we'd go out and tour, whenever we'd go to perform, they would take us out for ice cream afterward. Don't write to get rich. Yep. Uh, don't chase the dollar. Uh, you know, just follow your passion and follow your, your, you know, your dream to do it. And if you want to take off to Nashville and you want to really try to get into it in a big way, do it, you know, but go into it with the right kind of expectation. Welcome to our program. We're in our Branson studios, excited to bring some more guests. Matter of fact, there's so many people here in Branson to talk to. You've got to have multiple shows to get everybody in. But it's always great to have our co-host. We have Lynn Berry, who's with the Branson Chamber. Be sure and go to explorebranson.com and learn about everything we're talking about, places to stay, good food to eat. Miss Lynn, welcome back. Thank you so much, Byron. We're always happy when you're here. Thank you. Well, you make it happy. <laughs> you really make us happy, and we have a great time. You have an amazing job, some of the people you get to meet. Matter of fact, the last couple of days, you've been entertaining national media from USA Today. Where else? That's correct. As a matter of fact, from uh, literally California to New York, all the way to Florida, there are journalists in town. And they are particularly interested in covering Pumpkin Nights out at Silver Dollar City. I was out there last night, and Pumpkin Nights is big. You would only have until the end of October That's to be right. able to go out and see it. There's over 10,000 pumpkins. It's so festive, oh. and it is a great time. We enjoyed it thoroughly last night when we saw Pumpkin Nights. We'll talk more about that later. Yes. But today, our first guest, we have Laura Johnson with the Johnson Strings. Mm-hmm. It's a family of eight. They are, like, incredibly talented. I can barely play my ukulele. <laughs> this family plays, like, everything. Laura, welcome Good. to Bot Radio. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Good to be here with you. Now, among other things in the Johnson family, you are also their videographer, I understand. Mm-hmm. Good. I do all of the cinematography, video elements for our show, and I <laughs> love doing that. Video captures all that fun, and it brings it up close so they can enjoy another aspect of the show. Now, something else I learned about you is that you also like to do sculpting and pencil drawing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes, all the art fields. Yes. So you're Miss Artsy. Yes, I am. <laughs> Ever since I was really young. Great. Well, passion. I'm really jealous, Miss Lynn, when I meet somebody like this. I She's multi-talented. Multi-talented. Absolutely. The video, the singing. You sing too, right? Mm-hmm. Tell us yes. about the show. We do all sorts of different things. Really, the overarching goal Our passion is bringing happiness to people because this world, there are so many bad things that happen and people want to have that happiness and that joy and we bring that to them through all sorts of different fun things, exciting things, action. So we have viola, violin, cello, bass, piano, mandolin, banjo, (laughs) jazz, organ, tin whistle, all sorts of different fun (laughs) styles of music. Like how about... Seven people playing two grand pianos all at the same time. I know. I saw yeah. that. That is that in, unbelievable. How do you yep. get everybody in? That's just <laughs> incredible. It is a workout because you never know whose hands are going to be where. Well, actually, you have to be really careful to know whose hands are where. It's a <laughs> dance playing music. Now, Miss oh. Lynn, you play the piano too, don't you? Yes, I do, but not with uh, all of my siblings. <laughs> so, yes. Well, it's interesting. Now, the show, before coming here to Branson in 2017, you guys toured for over 
10 years yes. in the U.S. and even went to Canada, I mm. believe. And we went down into Guatemala. We did all sorts of different places all over. Love that. Now, was it last year or two years ago you took a trip to Guatemala? Tell yeah. me about that experience. That was incredible. We were invited there all over different parts of the country. And we went to places where they had never seen stringed instruments before in person. The kids, we were giving them, through interpreters, we were giving them lessons. We were sharing the music with them. Like our 14-year-old brother, he was twice as tall as they were. And so it was crazy fun for all of them to experience that and to see it for the first time. Well, I understand if you took all of the time that your brothers and sisters, which have trained professionally, added all those time up, there's like 100 years. Yes. Is that right? Over 100 years of musical training. That is incredible. So was it mom and dad that got you interested in the instruments? Were they already playing instruments? Tell me about the start of the Johnson family strings. Sure. They wanted something we could do together as a family. They had no idea it would turn out like this. But like in sports, you go off, you do your own thing. And in music, you can do it when you're 85. You can do it together, all ages. And they couldn't see running different ones of us to different sports all on the same Saturday. So they started us out between three and six years old. Mom would take us to the universities for private music lessons, and then she would practice with us individually almost every day to remember what the teachers had said for us to do. Wow, that is so cool. And I've heard it said great orchestra conductors, you know, they said they hated when their mom made them go to piano lessons, but they're so grateful now that they look back over their life and think about the time they invested it paid off. Well, that's a really funny point because dad hated music when he was younger. He played piano. He was never going to touch music again. But God has a sense of humor and he had other plans. (laughs) And so dad was wanting to make music fun for us. Yes. So whenever we'd go out and tour, whenever we'd go to perform, I was talking with Lynn earlier. They would take us out for ice cream afterward. Ah. They would make sure there was a swimming pool at the hotel. It was like teaching a dog a trick, and here's your treat, right? (laughs) Oh, yes. Well, Laura, okay, give us some information about the show. The show is on uh, Monday, Thursday, and Friday, 7.30 p.m., and you basically took a historic site here in Branson Mm -hmm. and made it your theater, right? Yes. It's a gorgeous, intimate theater, 111 seats, up close, personal. You can experience the music, have it surround you. It is so much fun. We do everything from trick fiddling, five people on one cello, fun singing, acapella, pop songs, old favorites, everything on those evening shows at 7.30. Right. And you've got a Christmas show coming up, of course, a little bit later on. Oh, yes. And give us the website. www.thejohnsonstrings.com. So, thejohnsonstrings.com. Laura Johnson, thanks so much for stopping by. We appreciate you. And Miss Lynn, as we continue on here in Branson with our program, we want to welcome one of my favorite friends here. We've become friends. Yes. Definitely social media buddies. Billy Yates. Billy writes songs for people like George Jones, George Strait, Kenny Chesney, Sarah Evans, Joe Nichols. Billy, get close to that mic. You're not ashamed of that mic. No, I'm not. I, I ain't scared. You ain't scared. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Where would Billy be without that cowboy hat? It's, that's Billy. That is Billy coming down the street. Billy, we always talk about you when you're here. What about Nancy? How's she doing? She's doing great. You know, I miss her right now because she's she travels a lot with her job. So she is actually in Nashville right now because Grayson, our son, his little girlfriend is Nadia Cole, and yes. Nadia just moved from Branson to Nashville. She's yeah. got big things happening, and so Nancy is 
is helping her get settled and everything oh, right now. Oh, so, my goodness. Nadia yeah, is like, she's like yeah. the modern-day Billie Holiday. She's amazing. Yeah, oh, my goodness. This young lady has a voice that's incredible, and your son's dating her. Yeah. Oh, so so friend, I'm really proud of her, and just yeah. we love her to death. And then, of course, Grace and our son just moved to Tulsa. He's going to college. We've got so much stuff going on. Yeah. So much is happening here that you've been here in Branson. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You just wrapped up some shows at Silver Dollar City. I saw that. Yeah, we uh, helped kick off their uh, their whole country music days uh, thing. I think it was just awesome. Uh, it was so much fun. We did four shows a day out there on the gazebo stage. And uh, I had a ball. I just love people, though. And it's like there's all kinds of people yeah. just coming around and, you know, <laughs> do that park. Another thing, too, we've got, of course, Billy Yates, the hit songwriters in the round. And that's something that you started a couple of years ago yeah. when you first moved to Branson. How's yeah. it going? It's going great. You know, actually, we kicked back off our fall. So we took a break because I was doing the Silver Dollar City uh, uh, dates. And then we all, we then, now we're kicking it back off uh, here soon with uh, that the, at the new uh, location, our new Choices yes. Concert Hall, yes. which is really exciting. But uh, the songwriters show because we bring in two big hit songwriters from Nashville every week, two different songwriters uh, with big, big, big monster hits. Yes. And uh, and they perform those songs and share the stories behind those songs. And it's I sit there, I cry, I laugh. I, you know, <laughs> it's the only it's the only show in town that is completely unscripted and uh, just unplugged. never know. Yeah, unscripted, <laughs> unplugged, and unbelievable. Started adding the, the, the regulars that come and say, it's sometimes a little unprofessional. And that, that's the favorite part. Hey, Billy, do you find that it's a different feel performing here on the stage in Branson? You've been performing all over, but when you're here in Branson, you sense something different when you're on stage? You know, it's every place you play is a little different, I suppose. You know, the last 15 years, I was touring and headlining big shows in Europe, so we would play to 46,000 people or in, uh, in, in you know, Lithuania. We played a lot of Eastern Europe shows and that kind of thing. Coming here is totally different, but it's it's like coming home to me because I grew up, you know, in Southeast Missouri, and there's just a thing, and there's just I don't know, there's just a closeness, and there's a a warmth, and there's a, and, and uh, kind of an intimate feeling you get with the crowd here. Uh, they, you know, it, so it's it's a totally different kind of thing. And I think too, playing in theaters obviously is a little different than playing on big stages. You know, obviously it's a whole different vibe. What about pastimes in Branson? Now that you've kind of got your feet wet, you've been in Branson for a while, and when you're not on stage and you and Nancy are just kicking back, what are some pastime things you like to do? Well, I'm usually building a set for a new yeah, show, or I'm trying to. Uh, I'm doing a lot. I do all the graphics for the shows too, so I work a lot. But my pastimes when I'm not working is honestly, I like to get and just drive around. I love the beautiful countryside here. Uh, I have a, a, a big SUV, and I like to just get out and drive the back roads and just enjoy it. You know, or I, to, I walk down. By the lake, I like to get right. and uh, just take in the beauty here. Now, your son graduated with high school last year, yep. right? We just got him moved into Tulsa. Uh, he's going to uh, TU, and uh, he's he's loving it. You know, uh, we're not it's the whole empty nest thing's a little oh, weird. You know, absolutely. Uh, but you know, he's loving it and he's really happy. And that's the main thing. Billy, what advice do you give to aspiring songwriters? Mm. You know, uh, and we get that a lot. Of course, people with the songwriter show, so many, we have a lot of aspiring songwriters that come and, and they want to, t- to take it in and learn and that kind of thing. And I tell people now, you know, the business has changed a lot. You know, most of the, all the songs, I had lots of songs recorded in the 90s, and it was a whole different day. And, and people, you know, artists sold a lot of records in. So the residuals on those uh, recordings were really good, even if you didn't have a single, if it was just an album cut. 
there was still the sales were really strong. Now that's kind of changed. So I tell songwriters today, it's like write because you love to write. Don't write to get rich. Yeah. Uh, don't chase the dollar. Uh, you know, just follow your passion and follow your your you know your dream to do it. And if you want to take off to Nashville and you want to really try to get into it in a big way, do it. You know, but go into it with the right kind of expectation. Okay, you're the number two out of 161 shows in Branson on TripAdvisor, <laughs> the number two show in Branson. You've got a new theater too that you're performing at this fall. Tell me about real quickly choices. So we just uh, you know opened up this new place called Choices, and of course Choices is a song I wrote for George Jones. It was a Choices restaurant and, and a venue in Nashville. I helped do all the help get that up and running, and so uh, this is a brand new venue. It's a restaurant, but it's it's more than anything. It's a, a great place. It's a really good place for like you know families and whatever though to come in. So it's just a restaurant with a big stage. We have a concert series. Uh, so we have the, a new Nashville night show that's an all star cast performing Monday through Thursday. We have the songwriter show Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and we have a concert series. Give us a website. Sure, you can go to choicesconcerthall.com. Billy Yates, that's it's it. always my friend, a pleasure to have you here with Bot Radio. Well, the pleasure is mine. <laughs> Thank you yeah. so much. Love you, brother. Love you, too. God All bless you. Have God a wonderful day. You. All Thank right. You. Well, Miss Lynn, the fun yes. is just continuing here. We go from amazing <laughs> string players to country music, great songwriters. That's right. Billy's doing a great job here in Branson. And as we continue on with our show today, we're broadcasting from our Bot Radio Network Branson studio, and we're so glad to continue the entertainment we have here. And This is we, some of the oldest entertainment, Jay. You call but. it Jay old? <laughs> now, I know we're going to talk about the Toby Show, but no one told me who we're talking to, so why don't you introduce our guest oh on this segment? Oh, my goodness. This is Jay McFerrin, and Hi. he is a, a Missouri boy, and uh, he's been hanging around these Ozark Hills for quite some time. That's right. Jay, welcome to Bonnet Radio. Glad you're here. Thank you very much. I'm delighted to be here. Of course, Shepherd <laughs> of the Hills. I mean, where would Branson be without Shepherd of the Hills? It would not. It would not even happen, <laughs> would it be? It would not, no. <laughs> In a nutshell, tell us why there, Jay. Well, um, about Shepherd of the Hills? Well, you know, Harold Bell Wright um, came into the country as a, a young writer and did his research back, as all good writers do, and uh, he came to this part of the world for his health and just for inspiration, and he uh, fell in love with the, the people who lived here in these hills, mm-hmm. and he fell in love with a family named Ross, and uh, where Old Matt's cabin is, that's where mm-hmm. the Rosses lived. That's right. And over summers that he lived here, he took inspiration from all these colorful, sincerely wonderful people that lived here in the hills. And he wrote this story uh, called Shepherd of the Hills. If there are those, and I know there are, who have not read the story, it's it's incredible. It's a wonderful story. But nonetheless, uh, the story was published, and uh, the book was published, and when it was, it caught fire in ways that we don't understand That's in this right. day and time. That was without social media, Miss 1907. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 1907. Right. The word yes. spread quickly back yes. then. Exactly right. Yeah. People That's came it. to see that cabin where they mm-hmm. lived. On wagons and in um, on river traffic and however they could get here. And on they the came train. to see where this story happened, and they made celebrities out of the local people and local people in the area would say, well, I'm that character. No, I'm that guy. You know, that type of thing. <laughs> and so um, that's Bill, what the fourth most widely read book, Shepherd of the Hills, it's just a treasure. Well, Jay, this is pretty exciting. Uh, the Toby Show originally performed here in Branson back in the late 1960s. Uh, the Hellers, Shad and Molly, brought that to the stage, mm-hmm. a production that they wrote. But it's returning now with a full dinner show and everything. That's correct. Let me give you just briefly... 
Lloyd and Ruth Heller came into this country in the late fifties, and they were they had they were both uh, aspiring actors, and then they had been involved. And Shad was in in circus and traveling shows, and Molly yes. was in community theater, whatnot. Back then, they weren't known as Shad and Molly; they were Ruth and Lloyd. Mm-hmm. When they came here, uh, Lloyd, uh, make a long story short was the first shepherd in the Shepherd of the Hills. Mm-hmm. Um, and he and Molly got her name Molly because she appeared as the first Aunt Molly right. in Shepherd of the Hills. So uh, it's wonderful uh, that we're this 60 years after he first appeared on stage as the shepherd, we're bringing his show, the Toby Show, back to Shepherd of the Hills. They had a theater here in Branson called the Corn Crib Theater. It was located in the Wilderness Settlement. And um, it, was a, it was a learning ground where young actors could get up and do this type of theater. Toby's shows mm-hmm. uh, were traveling shows back in the 1800s and, and the early 1900s, and they traveled all over America. And the central character was a, a character named Toby. He would be a cowboy in one part of the country, a lumberjack in the other, so-and-so. In the Ozarks, he's a hillbilly. Yeah. This show went on up until the late 1980s, and it closed. I inherited the show from Shad. We've done it in high schools, a couple places uh, over the years. But the Shepherd of the Hills came to us and asked us if we would like to revive this show on their property. And, of course, we said yes. And it's been wonderful. So it's a wonderful piece of Americana, and it's a real slice of the Ozarks, too. So if um, if you're not quite sure what the whole hillbilly heritage and the whole connection is all about here, I invite people to come see. You'll hear the authentic story. You'll hear it. And it seems like, think about vaudeville. And this mm-hmm. is kind of the, the small town on the road traveling. They would set up tents 50, 60 years ago mm-hmm. and bring these shows to small Midwestern towns, I understand. Exactly sure. right. Exactly yeah. right. Just a brief backstory. Shad uh, was blacksmith at Silver Dollar City. That's mm-hmm. where the name Shad came from, which is kind of a traditional blacksmith's name. name. Anyway, the Beverly Hillbillies came, and Shad became quick friends with Irene Ryan, who played Granny. And in when they were between takes, they both realized that they loved Toby shows when they were Aww. younger, and so she was she was the inspiration for Toby Show. That so, is wonderful. Well, that is incredible, wonderful. Jake. Okay, so give us some details about show times and when can folks get tickets? Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. At 4 o'clock. It's a dinner show. It's mm-hmm. a wonderful. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, 4 o'clock. Give us a f- phone call, uh, 417-334-4191. And what about that website? Shepherdofthehills.com. And not just the Toby Show. You can spend a whole day at Shepherd of the Hills. Absolutely. Yeah, there's so much to do. Christmas around the corner, and it's going to be a whole new rated America's number one adventure park as voted on USA Today. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's a good vote there. Again, the lights are fabulous at That's Christmas time. There's that crazy zip line that I'm afraid to get on <laughs> and the spooktacular too. come out and see us so go to the website learn more hey jay thanks so much for stopping thank you by. very much appreciate thanks, you wow we've got some history here shared with the shepherd of the hills miss that and goes all the way back to the beginning the reason that branson exists it's the tourism start you've got so much to be proud of i know and that's just uh, so another blessed. great thing about family and about the history and tying that together here we're talking family now we're talking real family yeah. we're talking the presley's country jubilee 
Scott Presley's with us this afternoon, and I've known this family a long it's, time. It's been a while, hasn't it? Yes, yeah. it has. More than 40 years. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, you know, Scott, back in the early days, underground stages of the Missouri Hills, oh. that is where the Presley's got its start. Yeah, um, I mean, actually, even goes back farther than that with my grandfather doing radio work and, and different, different shows in the area and even playing down here years and years and years and years ago at the lakefront. But, um, yeah, in yeah. fantastic. Fantastic Caverns up in Springfield. Uh, they would do shows in there. And it was incredible thing because back there there wasn't a lot of air conditioning at the time so it stayed a constant cool temperature year round yep. and there was one room still there in fantastic yes. caverns they called the auditorium room and it was big enough to seat about 500 people and had a stage so people would come in there and, and see a show and as a matter of fact a few years ago we went back and That's did a show right. there i was That's about to right. ask you you had a reunion show there we did i i don't remember what is probably around 2013 somewhere in there but we we took the whole thing in there took a video crew Sweet. uh did a, a tv show out of made some tv shows out of it it was an incredible it was an emotional experience for me because i never had the opportunity to play there and uh, i I I teared up a little i bet you did i can't imagine well something about the acoustics inside a cave too it was wonderful yes it was but i tell you the humidity was horrible (laughs) i tell you your your guitar strings felt wet the whole time guitar strings aren't good for the guitar (laughs) killed them quick well you know when i was a boy scout we used to camp in a cave in in middle tennessee cumberland caverns Mm -hmm. and that cave now has become well known for bluegrass underground oh really and they regularly i mean Vince right. Gill yes. and regularly get bluegrass bands How come about, and perform in there. Yeah. yeah. Y'all might want to revisit that. <laughs> hey, hey, once revisiting it once was but enough. That's enough. That's it enough, was a right? great experience, but I don't see it happening. It's hard to find a bathroom for 500 folks, too, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, well, I've got some stories about that, too, but I'm going to hold them off right now. Of course, 1967 is when you became the first live music theater here in Branson. Correct. Does that mean all the other shows were dead? Well, they weren't here. They weren't they even weren't. here. They no, weren't no, here they were yet. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah. But, uh, you guys really really are pioneers for the live shows on yeah and of course i wasn't here at that time but um i showed up a few years later but my my parents and my grandparents and my uncle steve was about 11 years old at the time and they they came down and took a risk and built a metal building called it a theater put a flat floor in it in case the uh theater business didn't work out and they could store boats in it if that was the case (laughs) my dad always says there's never been a boat stored in there there has not you guys have one-of-a-kind music with your country gospel bluegrass and the comedy too Uh, comedy is a huge part of it yes are you doing any original stuff? No, we we steer clear of the original stuff. Yeah. We found people like to hear what they know. Yeah. And so we we stick with that stuff. It's just giving people what they like to you know, exactly. hear. They grew up with, too. That's what entertainment's about. Yeah. Sweet. How often do you perform? We're six nights a week. Six nights a week? Yes. Yeah, we start uh, towards the first of March, and then we go up till I don't know the ending date, a couple weeks before Christmas. The Hughes brothers have got just an incredible large family. <laughs> now, are the Presleys anywhere close to the Hughes? Well, we, I, I was thinking about this. I was trying to figure out figure out how many actual Presleys are on stage. I think there's eight or nine of us that are actually in the family that are on stage. Okay. And the total cast is probably around 17 or 18. Okay. We're smart enough to surround ourselves with people that are more talented than we are. They are so. gorgeous, And something too. else about your show, I noticed, you have a season pass. Yes. So if folks come more than twice up in the Branson area, that's a good value. Yeah, it pays for itself on the second trip. Don't ask me how much that is. No it's clue. It's a good price. <laughs> it is a good price. price. You go to yep. the website again and learn more. And your Christmas show's coming up. 
Yeah, we'll be starting that the first weekend, I guess, first weekend in November. That's I believe. right. So, Kicking off Christmas. Yeah. That's right. The Presleys having this legacy here in Branson with your music and family. Over the years, what has it meant for you just to see people keep coming back and seeing the Presleys on stage? I tell you, with us, we've been doing this so long. And I mean, I've grown up in it. I was born in 71. I started on stage when I was about three years old. So this is all I've ever known. Really, our audience feels like an extended family to us. Because we see people that have been coming for years and years that their grandparents brought them Mm -hmm. and they pass on, they start bringing their kids and then bringing their grandkids. And it's just this this cycle that just keeps rebuilding. Yeah. Yeah. And Scott, your family, how many is in your immediate family? My immediate family, there's six of us. I've got my wife, Melinda, my daughter, Lauren, my other daughter, Brianna. Uh, my son, Brett, and my son, Zach. Well, obviously, Branson's home for you. You probably don't know any other place. People coming to Branson for the first time, what do you think they're going to notice? Oh, my goodness. You know, it's so hard to look at that when you live here. Sure. My daughter lived out in New York uh, for about eight months. We moved her out there, and I spent a little bit of time out there and then came back here and realized how beautiful Yes, it is. This is. I'm not saying New York City's not beautiful. Right. Don't get me wrong. But it's it, own way. It, okay. Yeah. How when clean you come. It is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but when you when you're in a city like that, and then you come back here and see the, the hills and the trees and everything, it's just it's a beautiful area. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Show times six days a week. Yeah, though, every right? night, but Sunday eight o'clock. Eight o'clock mm. show time. You can go ahead and buy your tickets online. You can. Yeah, Presley's dot com. Presley's dot com. Do you guys change the shows up? I guess every year you try to do something. Yeah, different. we we change up every year. And we'll change a little thing, a few things here and there throughout the year. And then we, you know, Christmas, of course. We do the first half regular show and the second half Christmas. We don't want to overdose everybody on Christmas. That's right. Exactly. Tell me about your comedian. Who does your comedy? Uh, my dad and my brother That's are the right. comedians. My dad, Gary, he started, my goodness, he was 13 years old when he started that character of Herkimer. Here we are, 2019 and still going at it. And then my brother, Eric, plays the part of Cecil. So. I'm partial to Cecil. <laughs> <laughs> you can have him. He needs my help. <laughs> Cecil has his own reputation. He there you does. go. Oh, my. And then I, his son. Yeah, yeah that's right. Now. His son, Ben, is out yeah. there as well, too. Well, Scott, thank you so much for stopping. By. Thank you for bringing great family entertainment to all of our Bot Radio Network listeners. With the Presley's Country Jubilee here in Branson, go to the website Presley's.com and learn all about the show. That's it. You got some video on there, too, I believe. I believe so. Yeah. Yes. I think so. Scott, thanks so much for stopping by. Appreciate it. Thank you. Well, Miss Lynn, another great program here from our Branson studios. Wonderful ways that family planning vacations, they can do it, can't they? They can. They can go online at ExploreBranson.com and learn about everything there is to do in these Ozark Hills. What's your favorite thing up here? Oh my gosh, now I'm going to be... I see you uh, float tripping sometimes down the river and you're going to shows and everything. You know, uh, everybody always asks me, where do I vacation? I say the Ozarks. (laughs) And it's true. It is absolutely true. Uh, My favorite place is on top of a mountain with a starry, starry night. Oh my goodness. You can see the stars up here too. (laughs) Yes, you can. Well, this has been another great program and we hope our Bot Radio Network listeners will learn more by going to explorebranson.com explorebranson.com anytime you want to come to Branson, whether it be the summertime, springtime, fall time, Christmas time, there is no bad time to come to Branson. There is something special every time of the year. So please go to explore 
lorebranson.com and learn about bringing your family here and planning that next family getaway. Church groups, too, oh, Miss Lynn. Absolutely. Let's talk about that for a second before you know, we say goodbye. Sight and Sound Theater is where I always send the original uh, folks that are just learning how to come to Branson. And uh, this year it is the uh, Samson. Next year it is the story of Noah. It's another great way to bring church groups up here, not just for Sight and Sound, but there's plenty of family plenty entertainment. Of things to do out on Table Rock Lake. You've got it all right here in Branson. So again, go to explorebranson.com. We're going to say goodbye now. Thanks for staying tuned. From Bot Radio Network, I'm Byron Tyler on behalf of Lynn Berry with the Branson Chamber of Commerce. Goodbye. Goodbye.